With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. This is the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast, and I'm your host, Ellie Nieves. I'm the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women, where I develop seminars and webinars to help high-achieving women show up, speak up, and step up in their careers. To learn more, please visit my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com, or you can follow the Leadership Strategies for Women page on Facebook. Our guest today is Rochelle Rice. Rochelle is a nationally recognized speaker, author, and educator. A former professional jazz dancer, her passion stems from the inordinate amount of stress in our society placed on thinness rather than the body as a resource for effective leadership. Providing confidence, trust, and hope with a solid, proven technique, her message is one of unwavering faith in people's unique ability to create a dynamic life of leadership by honoring the wisdom of the body. Rochelle has been featured as a body-based leadership expert on Fox News, ABC World News Tonight, and the CBS Early Show. Her movement program has appeared in the New York Times, LA Times, Family Circle, and Fit Magazine. Rochelle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Ellie. It's so great to be able to join you tonight. So I'm excited about this interview, and I would love to learn more about your background. Can you share a little bit about your background? Absolutely. So I grew up in the Massachusetts area, in the Boston area, and actually ended up going to college for dance. I majored in dance, and after college went out to San Francisco, worked with a San Francisco jazz dance company for two years, and then moved to New York City to dance with another jazz dance company here for five years. I thought I was coming to New York just to stay for a little while, but actually 35 years later almost, uh, I like to consider myself a New Yorker. (laughs) So the dance (laughs) is my passion, it's my profession, it's been my everything since the age of three with my mom who had the dance studio. So, Oh, fabulous. So it's in your family, it's in the blood? It's in my family, in the blood, my grandmother, my mother, my mother just celebrated her um, birthday and is still tap dancing and everything, so it's all really fun. Very cool, very cool. I can imagine what your family reunions are like. <laughs> <laughs> lots of movement, Ellie, lots of movement. <laughs> yes. So, Rochelle, you believe that as women leaders, we need to honor the wisdom of our body. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I 
coming from the movement background and especially from the dance, I, I'm really struck with how women carry themselves. And this just isn't about body language. It's, it's more about what I love to call the muscles, bones, and internal organs. What's happening in her body and are, is she fully aware of how her words are her words matching her body? So sometimes what we see with leaders is that they're speaking the words from their mouth, but the body may not be congruent. And what I mean by that is there's one message coming out in the, in the language and there's another message coming from her body. So the work that I do is helping her to find the congruency by honoring that wisdom of the body, that wisdom being a sense of how the, how the bones and muscles line up, what's happening internally with the breast, what type of meal did she have that day to really give her that full boost that she needs as a leader. So it's being congruent, not only in one's words, but how the body comes forward because different people, when they view the leader, are picking up different things, and we want to see the leader all in one. Very nice. So you have three body-based strategies for effective leadership. Can you walk us through those three strategies? Yeah, so the three things, Ellie, I'd love to talk about are breathe, move, and eat. So the breathing, it seems simple, but there's, there's one strategy in particular I would love to share with people. Anxiety is up so high in our culture, super high in our culture. And so what, to me, looking at a leader, the breath must be slow and under control. So I generally have the leader placed one hand on her heart, the other hand, right hand on her heart area, on the chest area, the left hand on the abdomen just below the navel. And as she takes a breath in, the abdominal wall should rise. And that's, again, from the anatomical from the anatomical perspective, when we inhale, the diaphragm gets pulled down, which extends the internal organs forward. So that's why the abdominal wall rises. And then when we exhale, the diaphragm pushes the air up and out, which allows the navel to come in towards the spine, therefore creating that natural rhythm of the breath. On the inhale, the abdominal wall rises, and on the exhale, it's navel to the spine. So the breath is incredibly important, and that one in particular, doing five of those breaths in and out before meeting, will really help center a leader so that her team, her staff, however she looks at that, her group, doesn't pick up any anxiety whatsoever. The second one is the movement piece. And perhaps many of your listeners are already, quote, exercising or moving, but I love to refer to it as movement because it becomes more encompassing. I like to help women create what I call a buffet of movement. What were the activities that you enjoyed as a child? What are the activities that you enjoy today? And it doesn't always have to be something about going to the gym. So as New Yorkers, we have a very active lifestyle, right? We, we're walking a lot. We're climbing subway stairs. We're on and off buses, perhaps. But look at where there's movement already in your lifestyle and count that as part as the foundation of your work. So if you live in a house that has a staircase, this is already movement. If you're carrying laundry or small children, this is also strength training. So to try to build the foundation of what's already working in your life instead of beating yourself up about what you should be doing. And then the last strategy, Elliot, it would be the eating. There's a lot going on right now around intuitive eating. But 
the program that I've created that I love so much, which is Breathe and Eat, is really around listening to the sensations in the body. And what I mean by that is most women understand what their body feels like when they've had no food for an extended period of time. Let's just say they skipped lunch or whatever. And that feeling is usually one of headache, shakes, cranky, or even hangry, if anyone knows that word. Then they, many women also know the feeling after a large meal, whether it's a Thanksgiving meal or a big dinner out, and that's usually a stuffed, bloated feeling. But the sensation that we're looking for or trying to have women connect to is what is the sensation in the body when you've had the appropriate amount of food for your body. And what's incredible, Ellie, is that women know this feeling just very instinctively, intuitively. That can be called, that might feel like home, calm, peaceful, energized. That feeling of when we've had the appropriate amount of food for the body. And so, What I'm encouraging women to do is stay in that zone of the eating by listening to what her body feels like, not getting all the way over on the hangry end and not getting all the way over on the stuffed end, but coming into that center sensation, which for me, just to share in this example, is a feeling of home. That gives her the freedom to not be worrying about what is she eating, the calories, the type of diet, all that other craziness, but instead allows her to settle in with knowing exactly what her body needs. So it's the breathe, the breathing that we talked about, the rise and fall of the abdomen, the movement, honoring what you're already doing and trying to create a buffet of movement, and the eating, trying to eat toward that center sensation when you intuitively know that your body has had the appropriate amount of food in that moment. Wow, and you did such a great job of making it uh, attainable, right? Because the breathing, the movement, the eating, it sounds something like something that is easy for us to be able to uh, immerse ourselves in if we wanted to take this on. Uh, Mm -hmm. But do you find that there might be some challenges that women face in putting some of these strategies into action? And if so, how can they overcome those challenges? Yes. So the challenges are when I introduce these three pieces, and especially to leaders, the challenges are they seem so simple. How can they be effective? But you, you, we both know, Ellie, right? Simple to me is the new strength and slow is the new fast. So by the challenges are that women don't, I should say, the challenges are that initially we don't believe this can cause a shift. But again, I'm, these are set up from a place of, a leader's perspective. So if we as women leaders are not grounded in our breath, if we're not moving during the day, and if we're either under-eating or over-eating, our team, our, our groups, our, those that we are leading will pick up on this. They may not be able to exactly know, what, you know what's going on, but they'll pick up on it. So to overcome these challenges, I would ask women to, A, first and foremost, support one another as we try to go forward with these simple steps. But the second thing is to be, be patient with yourself and trust trust deeply the wisdom of your body, understand that these small changes will really make an enormous impact on the teams and the groups that you lead. 
this is some great advice, Rochelle. And I'd love to know, what's next for you personally? Well, thanks, Ellie. I'm in the it's it's and it's exciting time as you can see I can barely get the words out on that one it's very exciting <laughs> and scary all at once because I am moving into this direction of really seeing this is what I do this is what women are are in need of in order to take a stand and continue to lead effectively I think that some women are rising up but without the tools I don't I get concerned about the longevity that we can have when our health is at stake. The other part is I think that what excites me is to create a group of women that truly know themselves well and to understand the, and how to support one another without the, the jealousy, the cutting down, the, to, to really support one another from the heart. I know they exist out there, and especially I love your group and the, and the foundation of this group. And so for me right now, it's a very exciting time and challenging time to be a little vulnerable to go forward with this and all the programs that I have around the body-based leadership. That's wonderful. So how can our listeners get in touch with you and learn more about what you offer? So um, my website is rochellerice.com. That's R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E. R-I-C-E dot com. And if your listeners are interested in the breathing and the eating program, that's breatheandeat.com, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-A-N-D-E-A-T dot com. And those uh, both will get you directly to me. And, of course, they can email me, Rochelle at RochelleRice.com. Rochelle, thank you so much for taking the time to educate our listeners about the importance of the three strategies that you shared with us about breathing, movement, and eating. Uh, Not only are they wonderful body-based leadership strategies, but they're also an important foundation for living healthy and active lives. Thank you very much, Ellie. And to all of my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.